accountants. It's time to make it count. My name is Freddie Bennett, former accounting industry executive turned entrepreneur, business owner, change maker, and Guinness world record holder. In each episode, we bring you the powerhouses from across the accounting world to help you discover how to unlock endless possibilities, turbocharge your accounting practice, and make it count in business and in life. Thank you for showing up for yourself today. Now, let's dive into another unmissable episode of Make It Count. Welcome to another fantastic episode of Make It Count. We are changing the accounting world one listener at a time. And today, folks, I have got a real treat for you. I am delighted to welcome Ange McDonald, digital growth strategist and director at angemcdonald.com. Ange, I am delighted to have you here. Welcome to Make It Count. I am super excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me as your guest and congratulations on the podcast, Freddie. Really, oh, really thank you. Thank you. It's been quite a journey, as they say. And I know that we keep on, I was saying, we keep on levelling up every single time. And obviously, we're levelling up with our guests as well, which is why we've got you here yes. today. Wonderful. <laughs> Great to be here. Perfect. So, Ange, to, to get us started, if anyone hasn't heard about you or your business, tell us a bit about yourself. Yeah, great. Thank you. Look, I am um, all things digital, digital marketing and specialising in helping professional services firms. Um, certainly, I really believe wholeheartedly that within the, especially the accounting industry, there's this um, so a fear around marketing and leaning into that and also, um, you know, for them to really make a bigger impact through leveraging um, digital marketing and really getting their value out there into the marketplace. So I really believe that what I do is really help firms share their value and uh, and level them up with their digital marketing. So really enjoy doing that. All facets mm. of it, really. Amazing. I can't wait to dive deeper into this because you, I think you're absolutely right. We know so many accounting firms are there and they've got the skills, they've got the expertise. They've also usually got got the clients they want to work with but that whole digital aspect of it just just holds so much yes. fear because it's it's so different we we know it's important but it's so different mm-hmm. from, from from anything that we've learned in the past absolutely absolutely actually where i um where i've come from with this i'd love to give you some context around i was going to ask um, that question again you know, did, <laughs> did you know, were you running around the playground as a 10 year old say like what i want to be when i grow up is a digital marketing specialist for accounting firms how how did it all come about not at all <laughs> <laughs> but certainly i uh, have always been in, in marketing and uh, business development and the industries that i've sort of operated in have been in finance and uh, real estate and also accounting, the accounting industry, and in, in recent years also e-commerce. So I really firmly believe, like through my journey, I was in the corporate world for many years and, um, and in my 20s sort of bounced around reacting to life. <laughs> and I had a bit of a wake-up call um, in my late 20s, early 30s, where I had a huge health crisis happen. It was my awakening to really taking charge of my own life. And I sort of, out of that, 
turned my pain into passion and decided to get out of the corporate world and start consulting. And I uh, moved into helping accounting firms throughout Australia and New Zealand. Mm. And back then we were calling it cloud marketing, which was just like <laughs> <laughs> so weird, but it's now digital marketing. Um, and I really believe that from my experience looking at firms and from my own experience is that by taking charge of the choices we make in our personal life and also in our business life will allow you to really create a business uh, uh, that you love that is really aligned to what it is that you want to be doing and also then a life that you love. Mm. And I really feel that there is a parallel between our inner world, the thoughts we make, the decisions that we make, and also the questions we ask. And that, I believe, spills into the responsibility on how you communicate with your clients and what kind of clients you want to attract in your business and the firms. Mm. So that's really, I'm really passionate around uh, helping business owners, accounting firms really lean into it a bit more and move outside of their, probably their comfort zone <laughs> <laughs> and uh, move into really sharing their genius and their value uh, with communities. I love that, Ange. You know what? If you were to play Freddie Bennett bingo and say what phrases would, would make Freddie light up, we've got take charge, we've got leaving corporate, we've got mindset, attracting clients, and I love all of this stuff. And I think you are so, so right. Well, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think what if this is certainly where I was from. It, for so many years, I thought, well, firstly, I wasn't taking charge of anything, let alone my life. Secondly, yeah, I had work Freddy in this bucket and I had home Freddy in the different bucket that was probably a lot rustier and had a few more holes in it. And I was like, never, never the two can can combine because surely I, I can't take off the mask at work. I can't be the real me at work. And this pressure to be this version of myself that I thought my bosses would like, my colleagues would like, my clients would like, I thought that was how I was going to win. But really, it was only just making me lose more. Does that make any sense to you? Oh, totally, totally. That is exactly, I feel that sometimes, well, from my own experience, like there is a mask that you do wear in mm. this corporate world or the or the business world that you shop in and then it's a completely different, you know, in private life. But I feel like if you're really authentically yourself mm. and you're true to yourself and you want to design the life that you want, it's moving into sort of moulding that into taking charge in both aspects. Mm. <laughs> and I, look, I actually really resonate with your uh, story, Freddie, um, you know, in respect of you had a, obviously a pivotal point in your life mm. like I did. And I I started running too, but I've not run ultramarathons. <laughs> <laughs> I started running You're far too intelligent for that, Ange. <laughs> <laughs> half marathons and marathons. Mm. And it's like, it is like it is that self-discovery that you have within mm. yourself uh, that mastery that then ripples into all aspects of your life, mm. including your business, including the impact that you make with your clients. Definitely. And I'm really, really passionate about that. And, uh, and, I, and I, I love your passion for it. And I want to just, just focus on this moment for just a second, because you're right, it is so pivotal. And as uh, I had there as well, when when we are living in this in this corporate comfort zone where the, yeah, the, the money's decent and the work's fairly interesting and, and all these different things, but we we kind of have this feeling that we're we're within ourselves and when you say when we have these these pivotal moments which can be uh scary or tragic or, or not very nice moments at the time for you was it well firstly when you thought 
I think my life's going to take a different direction now. Was it something like, you know, did you wake up one morning and think this is it? And, and secondly, how scared were you or did it all just feel totally natural? Yeah, very scared it was. It was scary. Mm. Like it was like the decision was when I, I had six surgeries and out of that it was like something has to change. Mm. I was unhappy within myself, obviously. And the disease is when you're not at ease within yourself. Mm. So there was a decision there. And then when I decided to leave my corporate or my job, where I was working for a leading uh, accounting coach mm. here in Brisbane and do my own thing, that was really scary. However, mm. it opened up so many amazing possibilities mm. and I'm so glad that I took that leap of faith to do that. Um, I don't know if that answers your question, but certainly I think when you lean into those things, mm. uh, it opens up all the goodness and goal that you're wanting in your life, you know, brings so much more joy. And I think that I'm, it's getting comfortable with being uncomfortable is Definitely. my belief. <laughs> It's like bingo, I need that's one of my uh, one of my favorite phrases as well. And then I heard something quite um quite poignant uh, not that long ago, but it was um it's about careers, but I think it can can apply to wider life. That the career hell is when the person you are meets the person that you could have been. And and that that goes for life as well. When the person you are meets the person that you could have been. And I think that's such a powerful thing because this is where I think we all get so passionate that we're talking about the accounting and advisory industry. Yes. So many yes. accountants and advisors, they've got such potential, such passion, oh. such expertise, such talent. And to yes. and to see them holding themselves back for what they could be because of, of a lack of skills around digital marketing, because of a lack of confidence or, or confidence, just thinking, oh, yeah. I don't have this. Mm. And, and that's why I think that the, the, the work that you do is is so powerful. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And I really do believe it's it's more than just digital marketing. Mm. <laughs> it is so much more. There's so many different layers of it. It's um it is that it's that helping helping firms and accountants really get gain that confidence around leaning into all of this and um and opening up all those amazing possibilities, not only for themselves and the mm. growth in their business, but also the impact that they're making with their clients. Definitely. By working with them more closely, mm. more than just the numbers, you know. So I love that, and, and I have to. Well, let's let's take the the, the journey on uh, a couple of steps now. So we've gone past the pivotal moment. We're saying, right, I think this is what I need to do now. I need to do my own thing. I need to to, to share my mm. own gifts with the world. When you you started out and taking on your own clients, working with those initial firms. Mm. Were there any any barriers that you faced? Were, was it easy? Did they just say this is this is what we've been waiting for? Here's Andrew Donald, <laughs> or, or what did you have to do a bit more more convincing to get them to see the the opportunities? It's definitely the firms that came on with me initially was just uh, they were keen to do it, mm. intrigued and curious to do it. It was just uh, for the limitations for them was time, obviously. Yeah, being caught up in that whole. A cycle of the compliance world um, mm. and really it was then helping them with understanding why they're wanting to do this, mm. giving them clear strategies and methodologies that I shared with them to embrace uh, a new way and really getting their message out there. So I think really it starts with, you know, real clear why and, and then helping them really get clarity on understanding the processes around mm. getting the end result for them. So... 
Yeah. I love uh, that. So definitely they weren't jumping it out of their mm. skin to really lean into it, but they were curious around it and wanting to really make a big impact. Mm. Yeah. I, I love that. And I think that that is a common theme among many accounting firms and many that might be listening to this. People saying, I get it. I know it's important. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to do it. And we ain't got no time. And yeah. I think, cause, uh, would I be right in saying that it is it, that you can get quick wins with this? You can move the needle quite quickly. It doesn't have to be like some people sometimes have that stereotypical view of marketing that you know we have to sit around on beanbags drinking flat whites for six months before we before anything even changes. But, but from what I understand, it's possible to get great results without much time investment and I say and quite quickly. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And it starts with actually developing a plan. Mm. Who would have thought it? <laughs> yeah. Many firms don't actually have a plan in place regarding mm. their their communication or their marketing. And I'm sure if you know they're advising their clients around the numbers, they all start with a plan, don't they? Mm. So it's basically getting clarity on what it is that they want. And then from there, rolling out the strategies that are going to be applicable for them and their niche and their target audience and results come of that for sure. I, you know, I'm a really firm, I'm a firm believer that marketing with the right strategy, and I feel like workshops and webinars that lead into advisory services for them, mm. uh, you know, really is a great result-driven strategy for accounting firms and um, and consistency around that as well. Definitely. And you make a great point there around consistency, because I know many firms, again, this, this applies to, to many things in, in wider life, I believe. We we think I'm going to try something. We try it the first time, probably, especially, obviously, if they if they don't get the right expertise on board and they try and do it themselves, like a diet, like a hobby, like anything in life. If we just wake up and say, I'm going to give this a shot, I'm not going to bother with experts, I'm, I'm intelligent, I'll do it. And then it all goes fairly wrong and then we think oh, i'm not going to try that again because i've tried it once it didn't work but but surely there's a different way surely there's a way to to get some great results yes absolutely and i think um like anything uh and and business there is going to be consistency in doing anything but certainly mm. these failures around things mm. uh, and that's actually where you may have the lessons learned however i feel the methodologies that i really walk firms through uh mm. really help I suppose, shorten the success cycle for them in the respect of seeing those results. Mm. Uh, And I have a sort of a three-step process that I'd walk firms through where it's mapping it out, getting clear on their plan, moving, so getting it into action, Mm -hmm. implementing, and then magnifying their message based on what it is they're wanting to achieve. Amazing. Let's dive into that a bit more. And when when we we cover off that that mapping process, again, because I know – for so many accounting firms, they'll it's such such a different area to, to focus on. And I think in many cases that we we don't know what we don't know, or we think we might do digital marketing, but actually we we're not doing it very well, or we could be doing so much more. And what does that mapping process even look like? Starts out with the vision on what they're wanting to create. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know, that's the obvious place to start. Mm. It's going, what is it that you want to create? Uh, what you know is it increased uh, revenue per client? Uh, yeah. Is it attracting clients that they're wanting to work with? And uh, what does that look like? So it's the casting that vision mm. in 
working out really three key areas, strategies uh, that, that, that they can really take charge of and focus on for a period of time. Mm. Um, and it's all, I, I have a one-page plan. I think there's many one-page plans out there. Mine was inspired by uh, Vern Harnish, uh, who's mm. a consultant, uh, global consultant, and I've really reinvented that for marketing purposes. So keeping it simple on a one-page and casting the vision and then working out really simple strategies uh, mm. that they can really embrace consistently. So that could be it could be what target market they're wanting to focus on for a period of time, what service they're wanting to promote, you know, mm. keeping it really simple. It could be a particular advisory service that they're wanting to lean into, a particular channel or conversion tool that they're wanting to use, like a webinar. Mm. As an example, or a workshop, um, and then what what platforms they're wanting to communicate on consistently, and mm. then from there, it helps with the content that's put out there. It speaks directly to their target audience. Definitely. Um, so that's sort of all different parts of that planning process, um, and then it move, you can move into then the implementation mm. instead of that scattergun approach, right? Yes. Like, you know, you, you know, you mentioned, I think we've all had conversations with people that I should post more mm. or should be on social many more. But when you don't really know who you're speaking to or what the purpose is, it mm. is a scattergun approach. Exactly. And I've, I've had that even myself. Every accounting firm I, I speak to um, almost is, is there saying, yeah, I guess we should probably do more of that LinkedIn thing or everyone's talking about TikTok. Do we do TikTok? It's almost like yeah, they're looking over the fence at the neighbours and saying, well, everyone else is talking about this thing, so that means I should be doing it. But I think you're right. Without the right strategy, without the right plan, and without that plan being executed in the right way consistently, there's just wasted time. It's, it's wasted resource, which is, is, is two things, time and resource, that we know accounting firms do not have in abundance right now. Yes, and I want to just add to that um, because we are, you know, the technology around all of this to help with efficiencies is, mm. you know, AI technology, ChatGPT, yes. that just drives efficiencies around all this. But what you do need when using tools like that is having clarity on the strategy, mm. clarity on what it is you wanting to create to then get the right outputs and the right brand voice. Definitely. So, yeah. Well, I think it's awesome. I was going to ask you, yeah, how, how is your, because AI is, is clearly the, the hot topic at the moment. Yes. What, in terms of your your thoughts on, on how does it impact your work with your clients and how do you think it's going to impact yeah. accounting firms? Oh, it's brilliant. Use mm. it daily. And I really, my, I really want to educate firms mm. on how to really embrace it. Definitely. Because it drives efficiencies, it helps time, it allows them to communicate their messaging eloquently. Mm. But nothing's going to replace the creativity and the strategy that goes into it. You've got to really have the right prompts that go into ChatGPT. Mm. And I feel that that's a bit of a education piece that I can come in and, and help firms with yeah. on how to embrace that. Um, and then it really helps them with their uniqueness. Mm. It's so cool. I'm sure some firms are 
haven't used it yet or, or have heard about it or played mm. with it. But I think the more that you use it and integrate it into the business, the better off they will because it's here to stay and it's, you know, it's going to be enhanced over the years. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And uh, I think there's a kind of like a delicious irony about it because we always think about accounting firms and compliance and more of the compliance piece, either technology doing more of the heavy lifting or outsourcing doing more of the work and then and then we have the questions around okay if I'm an accountant I need to be doing more more of the kind of people stuff with advisory and value adding that way but then actually technology like AI chat GPT that could actually help a lot in that area as well and we don't have to just think compliance equals outsourcing tech and everything else and advisory equals trying to have a conversation with someone uh you know it can be around it can be so it can be simplified and made more efficient by by the ai as well yes absolutely absolutely and really and from the marketing side of things you know from that plan like having a plan in place mm. and then in, in the implementation move phase you can really develop the right content mm. automate it <laughs> and then that allows uh that consistency to come out of that mm. And then that develops uh, the firm's know, like, and trust factor, which then adds value to their existing clients, attracting clients that they're wanting as well. So I really believe that it's a huge, it's incredible to be Mm. incorporating it all into their strategy around their marketing. Definitely. And I think this really highlights the need to have the right approach, the right expertise, and uh, a clear strategy and way ahead. Just when you were talking, I was thinking about my day to day. Here we are in New Zealand. It is 12.30pm. I have a fairly big business to run. And if I think just since I woke up this morning, I was email to my email list, LinkedIn post. We're doing this podcast where we've talked about if we have a conversation, but we have the pre-work and the post-work and I've got the mixer and the mic and the cameras and the lights. And then I'm thinking, ah, oh, but then there's the Instagram post. And then, but should I do something on TikTok? And then there's oh, something else. Then we turn around and say, oh, but I don't have any time. Where, where, where's all our capacity gone? And it's a strange beast because I do think with, with social media, digital marketing, mm. it, it's not like we hit a deadline and it's done for a year, like uh, like a, like a tax return or something like an IRD deadline. It never, ever ends. And I think that can be really, I mean, I think of myself as a fairly tech savvy, social media savvy kind of guy. And I feel the pressure of like, need to be putting it out there, need to be doing more, need to be doing more, need to be posting. And it's really difficult. It's scary, constraining. And uh, I think if we're not careful, it stops being fun as well. And for, for many of us, if, if we're not enjoying it, we're always naturally going to be saying, oh, I'm going to, it's like revision when you try to revise for an exam. And then you're like, oh, maybe I will clean my bedroom and that, maybe I will empty the dishwasher and all these things that we'd rather do. And and all of that is saying that, that I think many accountants and accounting firms get that overwhelm as well. Is that something that you find? I think yeah, absolutely. It is can be so overwhelming with mm. with everything uh, you need to be doing, and also then still producing what you're meant to be doing in your actual <laughs> business. Um, mm. And I, I really believe it comes down to the mapping, like the planning aspect, and then scheduling that, like having it on autopilot, like mm. having it all developed planned and then scheduled and even if you were to do that you know 90 days in advance or 30 days in Mm. advance 
that just frees you up, doesn't it? Oh, having to think about it on the daily. Because then if you like if you're in that reactionary mode, chances are mm. it is that you're not communicating the right message or it doesn't get done. Yeah. It's just and it's and I feel for accounting firms, especially when they're not clear on what digital marketing is or how it can help them mm. and then they think they should be doing it, it just doesn't get done. You know, so you see, you you go ahead in terms of like, is it about them putting it, yeah, putting it all in in one one box as such, making sure it's treated as a priority, and then you have everything just stacked up and ready to go. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. So really having the clarity on the strategy, having it developed and scheduled mm. will free them up to then do what they do best, which is, you know, working with their clients more closely, doing making sure everything else is in, in check with their firm. And this, and then their communication goes out automatically. Mm. Um, so, yeah, having and it all planned frees them up to do what they do best. <laughs> and these kinds of insights are game changers for accounting firms. And uh, this was one for me as well, because I used to, again, be be sat there kind of, yeah, sort of work on a podcast if I mime it. But you're just sort of tapping away on a, tapping away your client work. You're like, oh, yeah, haven't haven't done a post for a while. I should probably do one of them. And then it gets to six o'clock, sort the kids out, seven o'clock, eight o'clock few more emails you lie in bed and you're like oh i knew there was something didn't do the didn't do the linkedin post didn't send the email i'll do it tomorrow and then tomorrow and then before you know it it's been three weeks and then that consistency that you say drops but just by just by that quick win of and i do this now i, I time block two hours uh, I, I try to you know emails linkedin posts podcasts um well, not podcasts but social social media posts because I, I imagine also if you're smart you can kind of do the same things for each one uh, as well. Yeah. But the, these little tips and tricks make it so much easier and a lot less scary for accountants. Absolutely, absolutely. And I know that accountants are so great with having a process right now, mm. system. So I think, you know, exactly what you just said, Freddie, having a, a time blocks, whether it be that at the start of each month or each quarter or each week, Mm. And then scheduling it will just allow them to, you know, do what they do best. And in using technology, like there are schedulers out there. Like I, I particularly use a, a platform called Metrical, mm. uh, which just allows you to pop all your posts in there, and it just goes out um, when scheduled. So, what was that um, again? Uh, that name? Tool, Metrical. Cool. I will. Well, Metrical. I will. Uh, I'll make a note of that one because I, I definitely need more help around that. <laughs> Yes. And I look, I just want to also touch on with digital marketing. Um, not only does it help add value to their existing clients and attract the right clients, but it also helps build culture, team culture, mm. and attract good people to their firm. Um, and I really, you know, by sharing aspects of what they do within their team, um, how they walk clients through what they do mm. it allows that team culture to spill out there and attract good people to and and keep good people within their teams so i really feel that that's a, a great aspect to digital marketing as well for them definitely i think that's really powerful they always say um show don't sell and uh because we know and yeah, let's face it with uh, the accounting an advisory talent market the way it is at the moment sometimes accounting firms may find that they have to dare I say, do a little bit of convincing to get people to join or to stay or anything like that. And I think using social media to show real life human vulnerabilities, because no one wants to work as someone that's like a robot factory and showing 
showing the human side, the fun times, the flaws, the bloopers, the mishaps, the, the times where we can support each other, the times where we can cry together. All That's what real life is. That's what real accounting is. That's what real professional services is. And to be able to show that human side of, of where we work and where we live, even though we, we think it's sometimes scary to show that slightly real side, but I think it's so powerful. It humanizes everything, doesn't it? Absolutely. Definitely. Yeah. And and leveraging social media for that is is fantastic. Mm. I um there's a firm uh, down South Island of uh, of New Zealand, mm. and I, I, they've done it really great in respect of just showing their team culture on social media with the team building days that they have and just the ins and outs on who they are. Um, individually as team members, and they have an amazing culture and they have people knocking at the door wanting mm. to work on them, you know. So it's it's great to be leveraging social media and technology to do that, for sure. Definitely. I think that's where your role comes in and the social media and the tech side of it comes in. Someone said this phrase to me quite recently and it was quite simple but quite powerful in terms of if if you have a child, what's more powerful? If you tell them you love them, or you show them you love them. And I think it is just the same for clients and employees, probably different kinds of love, admittedly, otherwise that'd be slightly strange. But um, you know, we can tell you that we value you, or we can show you that we value you. We can tell you that we're a different accounting firm because everyone says that, or we can show you that we truly are different and unique. And the best way to show that is through digital marketing and social media. Absolutely. That's so, so true, Freddie. Um, it's mm. you're able to share stories mm. around the, you know, the team journey, the culture, and uh, and showing is powerful for sure. Definitely. I think one of the things to, to highlight it as well, and um again, it's like a a podcast of, of the Freddie Phrase collections this week, but um uh, an insight that, that I realized around the world and, and the business world and how we all live and react. The most successful people in the world, the most successful firms in the world, the most successful accountants in the world, they don't consume, they create. And if we think mm-hmm. about, about society, populations, you've got a lot of people out there who are consumers and you've got a very few people at the top who are creators. And the same goes for digital marketing and social media. Do you want to be a consumer? Do you want to be sat there all day just scrolling through your phone, looking at other people, looking at other accounting firms, saying, oh, that's nice? Or do you want to stand up, rise up, make a difference and start creating amazing, compelling content and thereby really creating your own future? And I think that is really the power of everything that you do. I love that. Oh, my soapbox. Sorry, Andrew. Kind of, I've, I've, a bit of a, I've must have had too many coffees this morning. I'm like just, just powering through there on my crusade. I love it. <laughs> it's actually, that goes back to sort of full circle on like that. I've, I'm not so, so on your same page of that parallels of making the decision, taking responsibility in your own mm. life. And it's the same within your business. If you look at firms that actually don't lean into digital marketing, whether they like it or not, they are sending a message. Mm. So, you know, if you're not, if your brand's not on point or uh, you're not communicating regularly on social media, people stalk you. People, like, mm. you know, they want to come up, they'll look at you online and they'll make a judgment. Yeah. So it's about being that creator mm. as opposed to just sitting there passively. So love it. Definitely. Do you think some fear comes into accountants? Because as, as you say, yeah, you're totally right that we, 
we are we are stalked he says looking out into his bushes um there's, there's always a couple out there that's what comes with make it count just gets so popular uh, but yeah we, we do do our research online we do we do check out people and firms and everything else do you think that any any accountants in particular or anyone that works at accounting and advisory is there some fear there yeah because we all want to appear perfect to the outside world and and very few of us are actually perfect and mm-hmm. and is there any kind of fear around being seen or putting yourself out into the public sphere i actually think that's a human trait mm. within each of us like it's just not accountants it's it's within each of us that the fear of judgment yeah will i stuff up will i what will i you know how mm. will i come across and I feel that, um, you know, accountants particularly because they're professionals and they are, they do amazing jobs and they know what they know, they're experts mm. in their own field. By sort of stepping outside of that, there is sort of that, that fear is heightened around going on social media of how they will appear or the fear of judgment. Mm. Like it's going back to getting comfortable with being uncomfortable. Definitely. And that's, you know, I feel that by leaning into that more, it will allow them to make a bigger impact. And the only way to get over that fear is through doing. I love that. Definitely. Again, an amazing rule for life as well, um, that we, I think at every stage in our businesses, in our careers, in our lives, you, know, you think of the biggest changes in your life when you, you move house, move state, start a relationship, end a relationship, change a job, have a child, whatever it is, these massive changes that, we either choose or that are forced upon us. We always have that fear, but but we still have to move forward. And I think now where we're seeing this new change in the industry, in, in our businesses, and it's do we stay back and, and hide in fear? Or as you say, do we get comfortable with being uncomfortable and, and see what we can yeah. make of it? Yes, absolutely. And, I know it depends on that, and it depends on the firm and the partners as to what they're wanting for their, mm. for their business. Um, and I know that a lot of accountants, some of them are at that point of, you know, apathy. Mm-hmm. They're happy with where they're at. And that's okay. Mm. But if you're wanting to really grow and help more people mm. make a big impact, I really feel that they need to lean into getting uncomfortable a bit more. Um, but, you know, it's all based on great methodologies and having a strategy around it. Mm. Um and through the doing and doing it more, you know, you build that muscle, don't you? Definitely. One hundred percent. And if if there was a an accountant or an accounting firm listening to this right now and, and they were saying, Yeah, you know what, we should really be doing more of this, if they could start doing one thing today or just start doing a couple of things, just a really simple, quick wins, just to start on this journey, what what would you recommend they do? Obviously one, get a plan in place. But Obviously. other than that, <laughs> Number two, call um, Angela McDonald. But after, after they've done that. <laughs> Keep it simple. So work out who it is that you're wanting to talk to. So your target audience, mm. uh, what sort of period of time are you wanting to, you know, attract them or add value into mm. their world. And then from there, you could leverage ChatGPT mm-hmm. and then start to sprinkle some really good, consistent content on social media. You could choose one platform that you feel is, you know, where they all hang out or you could have an omnipresence and mm-hmm. put it on all of them and then work out how it is you're wanting to add value to mm. them. You know, what are you going to offer them and the respect of, is it a free consultation or is it a webinar? I sort of call it the high five approach. One target market, one core offering, uh, one platform that you're wanting to show up on, 
one conversion tool, webinar, and one period of time. So there we go, the high five strategy. I love it. So I think that that's a really simple strategy that, that anyone, any firm can start and just start yeah. to the most hardest thing is is usually starting and the the, the little analogy i i found with it as well was uh, you know that the other day uh my my car got a flat tire and um obviously being a being a macho alpha male i went out there and i thought ah i can't fix this myself i need some help and um and you kind of like you go inside and you sit there and i was wasting my day googling and phoning and everything else i was like who could i get to fix this problem and then um I happened to meet my neighbor and he was like, you know, I run a run a garage down the road and we literally do this for a living all day, every day. We just fix tires. And it's the same with accounting. By using digital marketing, by using social media, you are putting yourself out there and you're saying, if you have this problem, we can fix this problem for you and we can take the pain away. Because there will be many cases when there will be people out there very near to you who are just crying out for someone like you with your skills, your talent, your expertise, just to come and fix this problem. But you won't know about it and they won't know about you until you start putting yourself out there and creating this amazing, compelling content. Absolutely. Firm believer on all of that. Absolutely. Just to share a bit of a story around a firm Mm. that has recently leaned into this. They were doing no digital marketing prior to me coming in and helping them. But they didn't really understand why they should be because they, you know, accountants are in a privileged position where they're hot in demand, right? Mm, <laughs> Everyone needs definitely. them. Yeah. However, a bit of education around how they could really make a more impact with their clients mm. and then working with them around the right uh, messaging and consistency around their, their messaging. Yeah. And then getting them brave enough to get in front of camera Mm. and doing some video content has allowed them to really attract some incredible new clients and increase their feeds with advisory work with the existing clients that they're working with. So it's been a great journey for that particular firm, Mm. going from absolutely zero to seen that transformation over the last three years for them so amazing as, as i always say if if one firm can do it then anyone can do it the fact yes. that it, it proves that this works it proves that you can attract the clients that you want to work with because we've all got those clients who are stars that we want more of we've all got those clients who are slightly less starish shall we say and uh, who maybe we don't want to work with so much by putting the message out there and um, by utilizing these powerful resources. It doesn't have to be hard. It doesn't have to be scary, but it is an opportunity to, to enter a whole new world of opportunity. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and really creating a business that they love. And exactly. Life that they love. I think a lot of it is about control um, because many accountants, many business owners feel like they don't have control. It's all very well saying, yeah, I have money's decent, got my business. But when, I think unless we can control our own destiny, unless we can go on the front foot and again, create more than we consume, that, that is how you get true control. And they say that the more, the, the bigger your client waiting list, the pickier you can be. A great way to fill your client waiting right. list is by, is by using all of this content. And being a creator, like stepping into that, mm. um, allows them to also be a thought leader. Definitely. in their industry and in their and their niche and mm. you know that's a that's a great powerful position to have yeah absolutely be a be a key person of influence to uh to coin the book and again it's 
that's when uh, Jay Abraham talks about it. It's that uh, that strategy of preeminence when when people know of you, when people approach you to work, and that moves us so far away from the kind of awkward, slimy, sleazy selling, which none of us really like to do. But by putting yourself, your authentic self out there, that's how we bring in the right clients that, that help us love what we do. Absolutely. And that goes back to that no like and trust factor. Mm. You know, when, I mean, and as we discussed, people look at you online, they want to get to know you. Mm. And by you showing up in that position allows them to get to know you. They get to like you because you're sharing what you do. Mm. And then that trust is strengthened as well, even before someone comes to meet them in person. So Definitely. Yeah. And all I say is thank goodness that um, authenticity is it at the moment because if people look at me online, they get a whole new side of me. But that's a uh, that's a totally different podcast. We won't worry about <laughs> Brady, that. <laughs> Brady, you've got a great journey. My goodness, it's so inspirational oh, what you've thank created you. in your world. So, yeah. Oh, thank you. And same for you, Ange, as well. And and just because we're, we're coming up on time now, I'd love to, to get your uh, views on uh, what do you think the future is for, for the accounting industry? Because we have so much change happening. We've talked about some of the key technology changes. How do you think it's, it's going to look over the next 18, 24 months? Uh, within uh, within my space, the account, the digital uh, marketing side of things, I feel that there will be a leveling up um, around, especially utilizing AI technology mm. uh, for firms and and really helping them uh, with the advisory services mm. uh, over and above the compliance uh, work and really sharing their value online more. Um, but definitely technology with AI is going to be a game changer definitely. that they can really embrace with marketing. Oh, perfect. It's going to be an exciting time, that's for sure. Um, and it's not much of a secret now. Obviously, the podcast is out there, but we obviously do have the final secret question that's been set for you by the Make It Count tradition where the previous guest gets to set a question for the current guest. Um, so I do have your secret question. If I, uh, no expense spared with the paper in the background. Um, so <laughs> your question, oh, that's an interesting one. Um, which client has taught you the biggest life lesson and what was it? Oof. Which client has taught me the biggest life lesson? If you're struggling, I will allow this person to not be a client. If um, <laughs> if you just go in the barrel, that was quite a, quite a, a, yeah, a targeted if, question there. If I can make it outside of the client, clients always, I, I learn from clients all the time and mm. they're amazing. However, I will say there's one particular person that is going to be the biggest life lesson and that mm. is having a a mindset mentor nice. <laughs> that I work with um, every six weeks mm. and the life lessons that come out of that are mm. phenomenal. That's still into business. And um, and really the life lesson out of that is actually having someone, whether it is a business mentor or a, a mindset mentor, mm. to really level yourself up in all respects. I'm a firm believer in having great people around you Mm. to bring out your best and live your best life essentially so mm. 100% I love that I've used mindset mentors many yeah many different times in my life and and yeah I've, I've done some myself in, in my time as well that the mindset is it's the secret key it's the lock pick it's the it's the cheat code if we can get your mindset right then 
100% anything is possible. Any future we want to create, we we absolutely can. Yes. Having that growth mindset in every respect is a winner. <laughs> Definitely. Anything is possible. And well, Ange, thank you so much for being part of Make It Count today. I've absolutely, I knew I was going to love this conversation, but I've loved it even more than my wildest dreams. So uh, so thank you for being part of it. And I'd love to share as well, if, if anyone's been listening to this, if they want to speak to you, if they want to reach out to your business, uh, where can they find you? How can they get in touch? Thank you, Freddie, for having me. It's been <laughs> awesome. Uh, very much, you can go visit my website, which is angemcdonald.com. I'm also on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, <laughs> LinkedIn. So, uh, but firstly, you know, go to the website, which is easy enough to, to find. So, And it's been a great pri- privilege being here with you, Freddie. Uh, really enjoyed our conversation. Oh, amazing. Thank you. Thank you. We will put all the links in the show notes as well. But for now, Ange, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you for being part of Make It Count. Thank you. Great to be here. Thank you so much for listening. I hope today's episode informed, educated, motivated and inspired you to make it count for your clients and your business. Make sure you check out the show notes of this episode for the all important links. Please hit subscribe, share it with the world, and don't forget to give us a five-star review. We love getting feedback on this show, and I'd love to hear which part resonated with you the most. Remember, you have got the skills, talent, expertise, and experience to make a huge difference in the lives and businesses of your clients. The days of the bean counter are over. It's time to make it count. I'll see you on the other side.